Support for this podcast comes from Goodman. Goodman Manufacturing Company produces a complete line of refreshingly affordable air conditioning and heating equipment. Goodman is a member of the world's largest HVAC manufacturer, Daikin Industries. For more information, go to www.goodmanmfg.com. Are you starting to see uh, a drift off in, in, in your call counts? Yeah, we're about 40% down mm-hmm. approximately. It depends on how you measure it year over year versus week over week. But um, yeah, we're about 40% down, but our revenue really isn't down a whole heck of a lot at all. Um, and that's because everybody's taking it that much more seriously. Welcome to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. On today's show, you'll be listening to a conversation I had with Trent Urban of Wirenut Home Services in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Now, this interview occurred several weeks ago, please keep that in mind, but we talked about the changes he's made to his sizable business due to COVID-19. Trent was full of great information. He explained how he's moved all of his meetings and trainings virtually. He described how Wirenut now offers service calls where homeowners and technicians never have to physically interact. And he shared some highly interesting marketing strategies he's recently taken that should pay big dividends. I know you contractors always enjoy marketing talk. Let's take a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, I just want to thank you for your time. Uh, For those uh, listening here, if you haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, if you could kind of just share your name, company name, and where you're at, and how you got uh, tied, uh, tied to SGI. Yeah, Trent Urban, Wirenut Home Services, uh, a.k.a. the Wirenut, so home services after we went into multiple trades. Um, we've been GI since uh, 2005 or 2004, mm-hmm. actually, when they started ESI, that side of it, mm. and then added uh, airtime after that, and then recently added PSI, so we're in all three of them, well, three of the four. Three of the four. Um, yep. how, many, how many employees do you have now? Uh, 53. Wow. Well, things have, things have changed quite a bit <laughs> since 2004. Yeah, yeah. They have. Yeah. It's been an interesting ride for sure. Sure. Well, um, if you kind of share with everyone, how's, uh, how's uh, Colorado Springs been impacted by the COVID-19? Have you seen much of a flare up or is it primarily in Denver? Uh, Denver's gotten hit hardest. Um, Colorado Springs has its cases. And then it's interesting to see the different uh, demographic like response to it. Um, Colorado Springs has been, you know, a decent chunk of people that are saying they, they just didn't think it was as big of a deal as everyone was making it out to. But then, you know, that changes. That's been one of those fun things to chase down. And I say fun and it's a little bit of sarcasm. You know, the, the temperament changes almost on a half day by half day basis. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just two days ago, we, uh, our governor, state governor, um, issued a stay in place order. And so that applied to the whole state. So we saw what I believe to be maybe the final fear, uh, wave right. that hits unless, unless something more significant comes along that we don't see. Sure. So, so as news has trickled down and, and has changed, um, and, and, you know, I'm sure team members get riled up. What, what have you been doing to kind of, uh, you know, calm those fears? You kind of talk some sense into people and settle them down a little bit. Are you doing big company meetings or, or how are you communicating with everyone? 
Um, we've actually, so I've been doing uh, company internal videos. So I'd shoot a video, throw it on YouTube, and share the link with everybody. Um, we use uh, Microsoft Teams very, very heavily, and so there's been a lot of chat conversations in there. That's how we stay in touch. We do videos daily. Um, in fact, I think I kind of live in front of the video screen anymore with <laughs> meetings and things. So uh, actually, that's been good and bad, though. You know, there's been a lot of cool things we've learned from this, and um, and you know, from a remote management standpoint, I think I've gotten uh, that training in hyperspeed. You know, through all this. Sure. Sure. How about the nuts and bolts? Uh, how, how have you changed how you run service at all? Have you put, uh, I mean, I know obviously you do the booties and all that good stuff, but, uh, you know, are you trying not to shake hands and, and you know, wipe down tools or what, what kind of, anything unique that you put in place? Uh, yeah, the shaking hands, I was never a huge fan of anyway, because I figure if, if we've got customers like Howie Mandel, they really don't want your hand in, in their hand. <laughs> right. Um, and so we have uh, business cards that, you know, this is something, honestly, I've been trying to get driven through our culture for a while, and, and COVID just helped it. And so hand them the business card, you're si- touching one half of it, the customer grabs it from the other half, you never have to touch. Right. And it's a nice way of not being offensive to someone. Sure. Um, so we're doing that. And then uh, face masks, which there was a shortage of those. And uh, one of our service managers, she used to run a medical clinic. And so, and she happens to love sewing. So she took it on herself to make a bunch of them and they're reusable. Okay. So that took the, uh, uh, you know, the loss of those items out of the picture. So now we're good to go on those, you know, for quite a while. And then um, as far as cleaning supplies, the same thing went with alcohol, you know, or uh, disinfectant. So we went with uh, bleach water and sprayers, which it won't freeze up. So we're in Colorado, you know, it gets a little cooler. You know, this is the time of year. It can be a beautiful or you can get a weird blizzard that goes, pops in for a day. Sure, sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been doing all that. And then any surfaces we touch, we spray down and wipe down mm-hmm. and uh, just doing the best we can for it. My goal was that we continue on and we carry the essential nature of our industry while doing it safely and keeping people employed. Sure. Sure. Um, how has uh, training been impacted at all as the, uh, you know, what you're talking about, you know, maybe the, maybe the value of every opportunity, are you stressing that or, or are you just, you know, keeping the typical schedule and typical message? Um, Training has gone all fully virtual, which that's another thing I think that's been a, a benefit. You know, we're in that age where you can do that. I just don't think any of us had quite figured it out. And so I'm not saying we have, but we're a lot closer now. And so we've been doing a lot of that. Well, really, what what it comes down for, to for us is we do our regular training, um, do a lot of it virtually, but then we're adding in messages from various people. So I've, I've shared messages that I've run across from friends, from the group, from all these different sources, and, and we get that in front of the team and do like, a, a screen share and let them experience it too. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting the, the message, you know, multiple different messages, most of them mindset, a lot of fear control, um, back to basics, like take every opportunity seriously. In a lot of ways, it's strengthened our team. That's great. And uh, back to your question of what you'd asked about how are we getting in front of it also. Yeah. Those videos I'm doing, if left unchecked, the team is just going to be coerced by whatever CNN tells them to feel. Sure, sure. And so they needed some other counterbalance. I felt they, need, you know, everybody's looking for some guidance in what to think here. I was myself. So once I figure out those pieces, then I kind of feel I owe it to the team to share pieces of that as well. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. 
talked about how, how service has changed a little bit. How about uh, answering the phones and, and maybe explaining what you guys are, are you, you know, CCRs explaining what these extra precautions you're taking just to make sure you know, every call that, that gets booked stays booked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we've still seen cancellations. Uh, of course, we can't control everybody on that, but we've got some different rebuttals for it, you know, reminding them how safe we are. Just yesterday, we uh, ironed out the details on how to do a virtual consultation. Oh, okay. Uh, two pieces of it. One of them is if they don't even want us to the home, how can we help them over the phone or over video? Yeah. That one is more for the simple fix, but which might lead to a bigger thing, which might lead to letting them hear the them letting us into the home right. and then uh in addition there's another one that i never would have thought of but our hvac service manager he said hey we're getting this struggle where people will let us in but they don't want to be near us right. and so we set it up the final details of that are actually being done today but um how each technician has a link to their own meeting video meeting so they can be in the basement or wherever and the customer can be in their bedroom and that's great i i'm sure we're going to lose a little bit of you know influence or lost in translation kind of thing there but better than nothing yeah for sure is he gonna uh just walk with uh, with his phone the whole way and show you know show him what he's looking at and, and just kind of verbalize the entire experience or just kind of call in at yeah. points. Yeah, uh, once he's got something to present, then that's the point where they would they'd say, okay, here's the link. When I'm ready, I'll let you know, and then that's where we're going to need you to jump on, and I'll share with you. I'll do a show and tell. Sure, sure. And we'll talk about your options. Um, you guys are all on iPads, right? Or, or right. Okay. So so I guess. Tablets, yeah. Just communicate. Are you just going to communicate the option, the options verbally, or are you going to maybe send them a screenshot or something, or how are we going to work that out? Um, verbally, the time will tell for sure. But uh, so verbally, as well as video, you know, you can share, of course, your camera, so we can show them what we're looking at, right, right, right. just like you would if they were next to you. And then um, for the techs that know how to do the share button on it, mm-hmm. they can show them what's on their tablet, so they can show them those options visually right there they can see what's available to them and then as far as getting the uh, acceptance of it if the video is recorded then we could just take that verbal acceptance of it okay otherwise we still would have to you know maybe have them go to the tablet briefly to either sign it or whatever right right that's interesting yeah. very interesting um you said you know you're dealing with some cancellations how about on the other side of things with the call counts um, are, are you starting to see uh, a drift off in, in, in your call counts? Yeah, we're about 40% down mm-hmm. approximately. It depends on how you measure it year over year versus week over week. But, um, yeah, we're about 40% down, but our revenue really isn't down a whole heck of a lot at all. Um, and that's because everybody's taking it that much more seriously. I, I feel this is a time where... Maybe the complacency, laziness, and taking things for granted has died off a bit, sure. and it's a chance for the eighty uh, twenty rule to kind of kick in. <laughs> yeah, and you know, so we did have a few people early on that we laid off because we weren't sure what the uh, congressional bills or Senate bills or whatever would come to, and we just felt guiding them would be too difficult. Right, um, and you know, the other ones. 
I've just made sure that that message was very clear that if they're if they're working hard for us, I'll be working hard for them. That's great. So I, I didn't have to say the other side of it. They know what I'm getting at. Sure, sure. Is there any any trade impacted more than than the other that where you know, knows more? You know, the call counts going down. Is electrical say hit harder than the HVAC because of the maintenance side, or is it all just across the board? Uh, it's actually been HVAC that's been down more. Interesting. Electrical, we're booked out. Uh, I think it's two, two and a half weeks right now. Okay. Okay. And HVAC, we're on a next day basis, which you know is good in some ways, but we don't like also in others. And so we've been doing a lot more outbounding. Um, that's another strength point where normally we'd get a certain number on outbound, and then just uh, Tuesday we challenged them with getting higher numbers and the necessity of that, and they. Man, they just tripled their efforts, and they've been sticking to that. And so it's made a big difference. Maintenance is where we've I've really had to get in front of the message, make sure that, you know, there's a lot of debate about should you run maintenance now or not. Right. And I can get into that if you care to, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to discuss there. Sure. No, so I was, was going to follow up and ask you about that, what, what the messaging has been on your outbound calls um, and, and, you know, how you're pushing maintenance and, and, you know, the safety angle that it's okay, you know, to have your guy out. These are all the precautions we're taking. So what have you been yep. in particular? Um, maintenance is one of those necessities to keep a service business open, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, so from a strength standpoint, if we're going to be here for people, we need to continue doing that or, or it could lead to shortening up, you know, the size of the team. And so running maintenance for that reason, yes, but that doesn't answer why it'd be important for the customers. And the reason there would be, you know, you've got more people in the home using the home more loading it heavier on electrical heating, you know, cooling, any of those standpoints. Um, so there's all of that that you have to do right now. Otherwise, when is it going to get done? Because I personally feel once this is over, we're going to have so much pent-up demand that you're not going to be able to get to everybody. And so how many of these systems are going to fail because you didn't get proactively in front of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if one of the, these people want to stand in line afterwards and hope they can get you out in the right season, I guess they can take that chance but I don't know that it's going to happen. And so we've just been making sure. So our TV commercials were reshifted to address the safety side of it. Mm-hmm. Our outbounding has been driven to that. Um, I don't know that we've really attacked the shortage, future shortage aspect of it enough, right. but that's something that we can add in as needed, you know, along the way, let them know. It's just like the housing industry. They didn't build homes for many years. And what do you see now? Inventory shortage and housing has been through the roof for years because of it. Right. Now, are you just outbounding club members or are you outbounding anyone that's used you in the past? Or have you gotten to that stage? <laughs> Uh, we started with club members, and then we're also adding in people that have used us in the past. And uh, oh, what was it? September. I bought a uh, customer list, so we've been um, contacting them as well. Okay. Okay. Support for this podcast comes from A.O. Smith. For millions of consumers, business owners, property managers, and engineers worldwide, A.O. Smith has delivered innovative hot water solutions for over seventy years. Visit www.hotwater.com slash contractor to see why becoming an A.O. Smith contractor can help you find new ways to connect with both your customers and potential customers and take your business to the next level. Welcome back to the show. When we left, we began talking about Trent's marketing strategy. We're going to explore that topic much more. 
Uh, you mentioned your marketing strategy. I think I saw online, weren't you, on some kind of uh, a TV show or something to kind of talk about, uh, you know, how you guys are different and what you're doing, and you know, be precautionary. Yep. Yep. Um, I did a live interview actually a week ago today um, with the local Fox TV station, okay. and we talked about the essential nature. We talked about the you know getting ahead of maintenance, doing all of that, and the reasons for it, and how we're doing it safely. And then, um, as I said, we changed our TV commercial to address those topics. And then, social media was never something I was a huge believer in. I just don't think our industry is that exciting for people. Um, <laughs> You know, it's, it's not like a sexy car or something. Right. So uh, <laughs> so we've addressed that from a pretty much a different uh, standpoint, which is a real social side. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of – so we have another vendor who posts social media for us, and they've still been doing kind of the standard stuff. Right. Um, but our own efforts have been more social-based. So we have an image of a bunch of us holding up a sign that, you know, we've got your back, that kind of stuff. Oh, that's cool. From a trust standpoint, we've got that one on Facebook and then um, just activated our Instagram account, been doing stuff on Twitter also. Very and uh, yeah, it's kind of teaching me to maybe reconsider social media a bit and do it <laughs> perhaps the right way. Sure, sure. Um, you kind of mentioned earlier some lessons you've learned in terms of communication virtually. Care to share any of those uh, things that might help other people that are, are starting to drift towards that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so a couple of years ago, uh, I somewhat enslaved my middle son, who's very, very uh, technology um, uh, fluent or whatever. And I said, here's what I want built out. I don't want to rely on an on-site server. I don't want to rely on if the internet gets cut to the building, any of that. I want backup for all this stuff. So we went cloud-based a couple of years ago. Okay. And uh, that was almost like the perfect primer for this because when we went remote, everything was there for us. It was very easy. Right. And uh, we did that a little bit earlier than most people because we had a couple of uh, young ones, you know, the kids of our managers and so forth that were at risk. And so um, in doing so, we've just op had that open communication. And, and as I said, I've been on countless meetings, you know, video meetings, and they're actually – in a way more beneficial than doing them on site is what I've learned. And a bunch of us are agreeing. Yeah. And so if done right on the right frequency with easy access in, so everybody knows where to go and all that, we found that it's, um, it's really not a huge stretch other than, you know, if you have to meet up for handing over some kind of whatever, you know, yeah. otherwise the communication is kind of there because really when you're in person with somebody, they're sitting next to you and you can see them. Well, there's not a whole heck of a lot different from seeing them on a screen. Sure. Sure. That's interesting. Um, just to kind of shift a little bit and wrap up uh, a few more questions here. Thanks again, Trent, for all your time. Um, how much are you talking to um, other members, other contractors, just kind of seeing what they're doing, how they're responding? Or are you doing much of that, or have you just been too busy uh, focusing on what's going on with your business? Uh, no, there's been a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, sharing ideas, getting feedback, seeing what's going on in different areas. So, yeah, that's been uh, – 
That's been good. There's other various friends within the group that I think I owe a call to or, you know, maybe vice versa. But, yeah, there's been quite a bit of that conversation. And then I'm also in a um, it's called Vistage. It's a local peer group. Oh, yeah. And so I've got everybody from the CEO of a local credit union to the owner of a massive construction company, a software company, all that. So we're seeing this from different uh, versions, different industries. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, uh, yeah, really – really is pretty uh, enlightening to see all of that, not just from our industry. Sure, sure. Um, you and know, then perhaps what may be next, you know, sure. how can this shift the business environment right. long-term? Um, you know, you've been in business for a long time. Um, you've, you've seen a lot, I mean, from recessions to 9-11, and obviously you're not in New York, but still it's, it's impacted business. <laughs> Um, how, right. how, do you, how do you, you know, how do you keep a, a positive mindset with this? And, and is there anything you do specifically in terms of, uh, you know, things that you consume in terms of news or, or motivational videos? Or are you just, just a, a, you know, when you're driving home, you just turn off the radio and just kind of zone out? Or what do you do to, to, to get a, a, and keep that strong mindset? Um counting our blessings realistically so i had a web video with vistage last night mm-hmm. and we were asked for you know one thing we we're thankful for and as weird as it sounds one of mine was that we went through this Interesting. i think um uh, you know there's a cycle there's a season in your life for everything mm-hmm. and if you're going to go through one of these which you're going to you know you're going to go through challenges in your life i uh think it's good that i'm able to do it at an age in my life where I can handle it and maybe make a difference. Right. Right. Um, and so it's more challenging for different people, different stages of their life. Um, I think it's something where we can all learn from it. And the really cool thing is seeing, you know, the communities and everything band together that much more right. and be more appreciative. Like, uh, what is it? Takeout Tuesday is something around here now. Oh, okay. You want to go support your local takeout shops and so you go get takeout yeah you know so shift from taco to takeout to takeout so that's kind of cool you know it's a community thing and then uh, just talking to the right people making sure i'm careful where i'm spending my time right. i personally don't spend my time on the news much i've never cared for it and that's part of that conscious decision sure sure um well obviously you know we all hope this this wraps up you know, faster than it, it seems to already. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. In terms of, are you thinking long term, or, or you know, how um, you know you mentioned the demand? You, you expect that to, to spike? Uh, anything you're doing in particular to get ready for that? Or are you just going to kind of take it day by day and worry about call count and whatever happens, happens? Um, we have tripled our media spend, so we're on TV way more. Um, we're actually buying it at a much better rate because if you really think about it, here's one nugget. So the car dealerships who usually consume all of the TV commercials, they're not advertising now. Same thing with furniture stores and any other big ones like that that are not essential. So the TV stations need to sell um, spots. So supply and demand, you know, there's a huge supply, not much demand. Um, so we're doing that. And the idea comes from like Henry Ford during the great depression. Mm -hmm. He wanted to, um, take more market share during that. So we're doing the same thing. And then, um, we've been shoring up who we give money to, because there is an opportunity here where you can get, um, a couple of months or whatever from various vendors, yeah. you know, banks, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, just 
doing what I can to shore up and strengthen the company while also putting in that investment for what's next. And then um, one of the people that is working in our office every day, he's one actually with a son that was a preemie, and um, he handles our fleet. So he's currently there getting our vans ready, and we need those vans ready by the time we pull out of this. And so he's actively working on that so that we're ready you know, on the next phase. And then we've got a new sales process that um, makes it way easier for us to bring in what I call kids into the trades and they have a better part in this. And so all of that aligning together, I have hopes that, you know, it's going to make it just a massive difference when we come out of this. That's great. That's great insight. I appreciate that. Trent. Well, that's all I have for you. Like I said, I cannot thank you enough for all your time, Trent, and your contribution to SGI over the many years. Um, have a great rest of your day and just know if there's anything we can do for you, just let us know. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thanks for listening to the show. If you feel like you have a great story worth sharing that also would help other contractors, email me at bhouchin at yoursgi.com. You've been listening to the Successful Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International. Support for this podcast comes from Synchrony Financial. Allow homeowners to pay at a rate that fits their budget with a merchant fee that fits yours. Visit www.toolbox.mysynchrony.com for more information. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager-to-help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www.yoursgi.com. The Successful Contractor Podcast is a production of the Aquila Investment Group, LLC, All Rights Reserved, 2020.